Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down before the start You had a goal, but not that many Cause you're the only one I'll give you good relationship 
begins, all right? And uh, I just learned that if you want to join the show live on Facebook, we have the capability to do that now. So not only do you can you call in and say what you want to say, ask your questions, but I can also bring you in live on Facebook. So thank you to Modern Technology. <laughs> Don't forget, if you're not already doing so, please follow the show. Again, go to that homepage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Click the follow link. Make sure to follow all the prompts, but most importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted. Also, you can find me in iTunes. Just go to your iTunes account. Type in LLS Force 2 with TJ and click subscribe. It's just that simple. We try to keep it nice and easy here at LLS Force 2. All right, so what's on my mind here? First off, let me tell you, as <laughs> you know, the show has been starting a little bit later. It's really nice to be able to have my allotted time that I'm used to to get ready for the show and all that. So that's what was on my mind. Today I didn't have to rush, and it felt really good. But let's see, what's else, what else is on my mind? Did you catch the Unsung Hollywood on Sunday, Tupac Shakur? Very, very uh, good feature on him. It, it featured more of his Hollywood, uh, his TV and film side. Um, anybody who had questions about the poetic justice incident with uh, him and Janet Jackson, those questions are answered. Uh, just And then just a reminder of what we missed out on, you know, what could have been had Tupac lived. And just a reminder, I keep forgetting that we lost that brother at the age of 25. He was just, he wasn't even in the prime of his career yet. He was just getting started. So, um, again, if you, didn't, if you didn't get a chance to check that out, make sure to the Unsung Hollywood, uh, it featured Tupac Shakur. And did you get your free taco today? Today was free taco for the uh, the steal a base. If, if someone were to steal a base in this year's World Series, then Taco Bell was giving away a free taco. Well, that was today, courtesy of Cameron Mabin from the Houston Astros in Game 2. He stole a base, so it awarded everyone in the country, a free taco, well, for participating locations. I don't know who wouldn't participate in that because you probably would get uh, stones thrown at your store. I don't know. But um, but hopefully you were able to take advantage of the free tacos today. All right, so what is on the rundown tonight? Let's go ahead and get to it. NFL trade deadline, it ended yesterday at 4 p.m. We'll talk about the winners and the losers, and we'll talk about the Cleveland Browns. If it couldn't get any worse for the Cleveland Browns, stay tuned. <laughs> okay, definitely an uh, NFL recap of week eight. The Texans owner, Bob McNair, question. So who exactly are the inmates? We will definitely talk about that. Of course, college playoff, the first four teams have been released. Do you agree with um, do, do you agree with the top four teams? And you may be surprised who came in at number one. We will definitely talk about that. 2017 World Series shaping up to be an epic World Series. If you missed game five, oh, my goodness, you missed a treat. Game six was more of the same, the, the, the slugfest, not the slugfest, it was more of the, uh, the the close game that's been going on, but it has gone to a game seven, so who will take it all? We'll talk about that. Of course, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes, Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, the three amigos, TJ's motivational moment, and oh, so much more. So you already know another jam-packed show for you tonight. So we'll go ahead and jump into our first break. The breaks tonight, we will be celebrating some birthdays, uh, some artist birthdays. I do have a special request for a very special friend 
who celebrated a birthday uh, on yesterday. So hopefully some real feel-good music for you, uh, some uplifting music, you know how we like to do here at LL Sports 2. So we'll go ahead and jump into our first break, and then on the outside of this, we're going to dive into baseball because, like I said, it's Game 7, it's the Astros, it's the Dodgers. This has shaped up to be one of the best World Series. I'm not really a baseball fan, but from the World Series that I've watched, this is, this is tops for me. So we'll definitely dive into World Series recap and um, talk about, uh, you know, Game 7 and all of that heading right after the break. Get your popcorn ready, get your drinks, everything, y'all, because you know it's your girl, TJ, LL Sports 2. VIP. Let's kick it. Alright, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a hawk from daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance. Corrupt the speaker that boom. Your brain like a poisonous mushroom Deadly When I play a dope melody Anything less than the best Is a felony Love it or leave it You better gain weight You better hit fools Out of kids don't play If there was a problem Yo, I'll solve it Check out the hook While my DJ revolves it Keep my composure when it's time to get loose Magnetized by the mic while I kick my shoes It's the 
it was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while DJ revolves it. <laughs> For you tonight to kick off the show, Ice, Ice, baby, Vanilla Ice, three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight on LL Sports Two. And Vanilla Ice did celebrate a birthday this week, so happy birthday to you, Ice, Ice. And yes, we are now live on Facebook. Well, I tell you, <laughs> between the updates and the new. You know, they always do cosmetic updates and all that to the to the different apps. You just can't keep up with everything. And then when you when you use it, it's like, okay, is it working? I don't know. So I do believe I've gone live on Facebook. <laughs> I'm assuming y'all will hit me up if I'm not. But there is a feature now on Facebook where if you want to join the show, you can come in on the show live and talk to the listeners and the fans. So try that out last week. It was awesome. Thank you so much again, Tasha, for being my guinea pig. <laughs> she was my first one that I brought on live. But, yes, yeah, so now you can call me, 347-826-7924, or you can let me know in the timeline that you want to go live on Facebook, and I'll bring you in live. Ah! So be ready because I'm, I'm, I got a trigger finger. It hits, it hits the add button real quick, so make sure you're ready. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and dive into Major League Baseball News World Series. We are tied three games apiece. The Astros, the Dodgers, this is shaping up to be a phenomenal World Series. Yes, game seven tonight. But first, let's do a quick recap. Uh, well, we won't go through all of them, but we are going to go through game five because that had to be one of the best World Series games that I can ever remember. So it went 10 innings. The who was it? The Astros won 13 to 12. The Dodgers they scored. This is a quick recap of the game. The Dodgers they scored three runs in the first and led four to nothing after the top of the fourth, following a Barnes RBI single. Then Houston they scored four runs in the fourth to tie the game 4-4. Guriel he hit a three-run home run in that inning. The game was tied seven to seven after five innings. Bellinger of the Dodgers and Altuve of the Astros both hit additional three-run home runs in the fifth. Yes, they did. Then Houston came back. They scored 
four runs in the seventh to take an 11-8 lead. That was Springer, Correa. They both hit home runs in that inning. And then the Dodgers, Taylor, he hit a game-tying single in the ninth, but this was after Puig cut the deficit to one earlier in the inning because he had a two-run home run. Did you catch that? Hopefully you did because I can't repeat it all. <laughs> but that just shows you how how good of a game. I mean, the the bats had not been swinging for the most part of this series. All of the games were pretty much one-run games or two-run games, but no one had scored more than seven prior to game five. Uh, game one, the Dodgers won three to one. Game two, the Astros won seven to six. Game three, the Astros won five to three. Game four, the Dodgers came back won six to two. But then again, like I told you, in game five, 13 to 12, 10, uh, 10 innings, and it was just a slug fest. Um, also, during that game, Bregman's walk-off single for the Astros was his first career walk-off hit, regular or postseason. Uh, the game lasted a total of five hours and 17 minutes. That's the second longest game by time in World Series history. The 25 combined runs in the game, that tied for the second most in World Series history. There were seven home runs that were hit in that game, five by the Astros, two by the Dodgers. Um, this is a, that was the second game in World Series history where each team scored at least 12 runs. Uh, the first was the Blue Jays over the Phillies. They were, uh, that game was 15-14 back in game four of the 1993 World Series. It's the second game in postseason history in which three Three-run deficits were erased by the two teams. So not only one team erased a three-run deficit, both teams erased three-run deficits multiple times. <laughs> that was also in Game 4 of the 1993 World Series. And then at the time, 22 home runs had been hit in the series. That was a new World Series record, breaking the mark of 21, set back in 2002. And then as a whole, for the whole postseason, 101 home runs had been hit thus far up at Game 5, uh, breaking the all-time postseason record of 100 home runs hit that was set back in 2004. For the Astros, 13 runs and five home runs established a postseason franchise record for them. For the Dodgers, that was their first loss this season in a game, in a game where they had led by at least four runs. They were 65-0 and 0 coming into Game 5 of the World Series, and that did include the playoffs. So, again, just an epic Game 5 of the World Series. If you missed it, uh, I would not recommend going and sitting and watching. Again, again, it was five hours and 17 minutes, but I'm pretty sure if you fast forward through the commercials and all that, it'll be four hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> just kidding. But um, last night the Dodgers, they came back and won 3-1, to one, so that is what sets up tonight. Game 7 in L.A., who do you have? We have for the Astros, McCullers Jr. will take the mound. For the Dodgers, Darvish will take the mound. This is the first World Series Game 7 at Dodger Stadium. Um, that's, and Dodger Stadium is the third oldest active stadium in Major League Baseball. So I want to know, who do you have winning tonight? I'm pulling for the Dodgers from what everyone, like I said, I'm not a big baseball, uh, what is that, what's the word? Finiciato. So, matter of fact, if I can't say it, I might not need to use the word, huh? <laughs> It'll come to me. Anyway, so I don't really watch baseball to know, you know, bullpens and uh, who they have coming up and 
like the 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 meat of their 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 batting order and all that good stuff. But I am pulling for the Dodgers. No real rhyme or reason. Maybe it's a West Coast thing, you know. Yay yay. <laughs> but uh, I do hope that the Dodgers pull it out. But if the Astros win, they say that they have the the most uh, prolific offense in baseball this year. I think these two teams each uh, coming into this World Series, both of them had won over 100 games. That was the first. So neither one of them are strangers to you know putting points on the um, putting points on the scoreboard. Scoreboard. But I do believe that they said that the Astros they just had the best offense in baseball this year. So won't be sad if the Astros win, but I am pulling for the Dodgers. So tell me, hit me up. Who do you have winning Game 7 tonight, 2017 World Series? 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight on LL Sports 2, or you can hit me up live on Facebook. I do have the ability to bring you in live. So if you want to talk to the listeners, if you have a question for me, you want to talk to me personally, hey, come on. Come on and join the show. All right. So let's go ahead and jump to the gridiron NFL news. Let's talk about it. The trade deadline was yesterday. Did you did you catch up on everything? Let's see. My 49ers, we were in the mix. Looks like we took a turn that I wasn't expecting when it comes to quarterback. Lord knows we need a quarterback, though. Yes, thank you. Woo, just don't know how much of an impact or or influence it will be for this season. So we could pretty much – it's a wrap. I'm I'm a realistic fan. I understand that, you know, those of well, I hope we don't have any fans out there that still think we're going to the playoffs this year. But you never know. But anyway, <laughs> I know that we are definitely getting ready for next season, even with eight games left. But let's go ahead and talk about the trade. So the Eagles, they acquired running back Jay Ajahe from the Dolphins for a 2018 fourth-round pick. So um, Ajahe, he had only rushed for 465 yards this season on 138 carries with zero touchdowns, and that is not good production, especially coming from him, uh, what he produced last year. Um, But he becomes the fourth player in NFL history with three or more games of 200 rushing yards in a single season. That was last year. So the Dolphins, they said that they dealt Ajahe because of his long-term concerns. I'm sorry, the Dolphins' long-term concerns over his knee injury stemming from a 2011 uh, injury to his knee. So I guess they figured they didn't want to bet on a full recovery or 80% of Ajahe. So they went ahead and dealt him to the Eagles. What does that mean? It means the Eagles are probably going to the Super Bowl. That's what it probably means. I, I I don't know who is going to contest the Eagles if they continue to play this. Okay, I'm 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 a realist. I, I just said that I'm I don't sugarcoat. Uh, I will not try to find excuses. My team this year, whenever we seem to play, well, let's put it like this: in five of the what eight games that we've played so far, we lost by less than three points. So that was really good. However, we got stomped by the Cowboys, and we got demolished by the Eagles. So going up against the Eagles, let me take that back, for the Eagles going up against the 49ers, not really that much of a test. Now, we do have a good defense. I I, I will admit that, but we just can't put points on the boards. Again, we don't have a quarterback. So for the Eagles, though, they did just lose Peters, their uh, left tackle, on the offensive line. But I couldn't tell. 
I really couldn't. We we did get hands on Carson Wentz. We really did. But they still managed to put up 33 points. I believe two of those touchdowns were from the defense. It was a pick six, and I believe there was a fumble that turned into a, a touchdown. But other than that, the, the offense of the Eagles still, they are moving right along. So with the addition of Ajahi, I think that that's just going to give them extra cushion in that backfield. Uh, they will probably be able to do a little bit more. Uh, disguising of of schemes and all of that. But the Eagles, I would have to say right now, as much as it hurts for me to say that, they are the front runners to represent the, um, you know, to to represent the East. Um, I started a little bit because that does hurt to say that. Uh, You you never want to concede in the middle of the season, but my Niners will not be representing, okay, (laughs) the NFC. (laughs) They will not be representing the NFC. So, that's already I, I put that out there. But for my 49ers, we did acquire quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo from the Patriots for a 2018 second-round pick. Garoppolo, uh, he was set to become an unrestricted free agent, but in trading for him now, the 49ers now we control his rights with franchise or transition tag. Should we be able to unsign him? Uh, I'm sorry. Should we be able to not sign him to a long-term extension or a long-term deal? So a lot of people are saying, did the Patriots just basically give Garoppolo Garoppolo away? Our GM, um, he did mention in a press conference, uh, John Lynch, he mentioned that we were trying to get Garoppolo in the draft this year before, you know, the season even started, preseason and all. So during the draft we tried to, I guess, send out – just teasers maybe to see if the if the Patriots would buy it. They didn't. They didn't even come back with with an offer. They were like, they shut it down quick, fast, and in a hurry. So the fact that it looks like the, quarterni- the, the, the 49ers got the quarterback that they wanted outside of because everyone was talking about the fact that we might be waiting for the season to be over so we can go after Kirk Cousins because we all know that he's been playing on the franchise tag for the last two seasons. He's been betting on himself. So far, so good, even though the Redskins, they don't appear to be moving in the upward direction. they kind of staying still in the middle of the pack. But um, it was reported that, of course, with the relationship that Kyle Shanahan had with Kirk Cousins being on the Washington Redskins um, staff for a couple of seasons there. But it looks like, like I said, the 49ers, they were, we were going after Garoppolo in uh, during the draft ahead of preseason. So looks like we got the quarterback that we wanted. Um, the team is releasing quarterback uh, Brian Hoyer. Riddens, don't know how he made it the first five or six games uh, starting anyway. But Garoppolo, who is only 25, he has made two starts in his career. So he is 2-0 and with four touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a completion percentage of 71% in those games. But those games, according to just the stats and all of that, the, the teams that he went up against, uh, I mean, were they really remarkable wins? No, but win is win. You know, and he was coming in as – you know, a rookie at the time, so hey, he's two and zero. He's got two wins under his belt, so I, I, I think that's a plus. We all know that he was selected in the second round of the 2014 draft. Only the Browns have a completion percentage lower than my 49ers and the, uh, I'm sorry, lower than my 49ers and the Bears and the Browns are the only teams who are worse than the 49ers in QBR this season. So we are definitely at the bottom of the barrel. We can only go up from here. Yeah, power to the people. 
347-826-7924. That's the number to call to talk to TJ tonight or join me on Facebook, all right? So for that, for, for the Patriots, what does that mean for them? That means that the only quarterback that they have on their roster is Captain America. Yes, the one, the only, number 12, Tom Brady. So they better hope. I say that they better hope that nothing happens to him, but let's be real. This is Bill Belichick, and if we think that Belichick does not have a plan or a scheme in mind or under his belt, where have you been for the last, what, 17 years of his career? So don't know what it is because as far as I know, they haven't signed a quarterback yet. But as of now, Tom Brady is the only quarterback on the Patriots roster because they traded Jacoby Brissett to the Colts back in September. And then for the Bills, they acquired wide receiver Kelvin Benjamin from the Panthers. This one kind of shocked me. Now, we know that Benjamin is coming off of a uh, knee injury, I believe it was, not last season, but the season before last, the season that the Panthers went to the, to the Super Bowl. Remember, they did go to the Super Bowl without Kelvin Benjamin. So that's why everybody was thinking that they'd probably pick up where they left off because they would have Kev, Kelvin Benjamin back. But that didn't work out so well for the Panthers. But so don't know really what's going on with that. Don't they may have some of the same concerns that the Dolphins had with Ajahe, worried about injury. Is he going to ever going to be you know back to 100% or at least 90% of what we had before? But yeah, but the the Panthers they dealt away Kelvin Benjamin to the Bills for a 2018 third and seventh round pick. The Bills their wide receivers rank last in the NFL in receptions. They only have 45 and in receiving yards only 594 for this season. But it obviously isn't hindering them too much because the Bills are doing the doggone thing. They have a winning record for like the first time this point in in the season. This they've had a winning record. This is the first time in like what five or six seasons. Definitely when Rex uh Rex Ryan was there, they weren't doing this good. They would start off pretty good. They would either start off real good and then fade or have a really, really slow start and then come off, you know, come up the last five, six games of the season. But the Bills, they're, they're, they're really doing, doing, uh, doing well this season. Then for the Seahawks, they acquired offensive tackle Dwayne Brown from the Texans. Uh, they, they originally did a trade for cornerback Jeremy Lane and a 2018 fifth-round pick and a 2019 second-round pick. However, cornerback Jeremy Lane failed his test. So does that mean he's coming back to the, to the Seahawks or is he out of a job? If you fail, you're physical. What does that mean? Is he unemployed? Somebody should have told him that he needed to get himself together because he was about to be traded. <laughs> That's the least they could have done. But, yeah, so Jeremy Lane, he failed the physical with the Texans um, after being traded. So now the Texans will instead receive a 2018 third-round pick along with the um, fifth-round pick and the second-round pick in 2019. Now, a lot of people are questioning or, you know, putting putting it out there, why would the Texans trade Dwayne Brown? Um, if you remember, Dwayne had been holding out this entire uh, this entire 2017 season because he wanted to extend his contract. And he just came back to the Texans this past week because you have to be active on the roster by week eight in order for you to get credit for a full season. So Dwayne Brown sat out seven games. He just came back in week eight. He played against the Seahawks, and then now he is now a Seahawk. Go figure. But a lot of people are saying that Dwayne Brown, um, he was traded due to his being vocal and speaking out against owner 
Robert McNair. Uh, we will definitely get into that story in a little bit, um, his comments about the inmates running the prison. A lot of people are saying that he had been speaking out publicly against Robert McNair leading up to him coming back um, to the team last, last week. But uh, from just some reports that I was hearing, um, over the wires and everything after Robert McNair made that statement, Dwayne Brown said that he couldn't play for an owner like that, and he wanted to be out of, of Houston. So whether they granted his request or they pushed him out the door, Dwayne Brown is a happy camper because he no longer wanted to play for Robert McNair. So looks like he did come out come out a winner on this. And going to the, to the Seahawks, at least he didn't drop a beat. So... Um, so we'll see. We'll we'll see how that works out for the Texans though, because now that leaves that leaves Deshaun Watson, you know, his his best offensive tackle gone. But good news is is that he's he's had to play with him for without the he's played without him the first seven games of the season. We do know that, you know, that the Texans they are sitting at three and four, but they easily easily could be, what, 5-2 and two because they lost to the Patriots in the last waning seconds of the game. And if you watch that game on Sunday, it easily could have been the Texans pulling out the uh, just the upset in Seattle. But bad coaching, bad coaching, but we'll get to that. All right, so, again, uh, Jeremy Lane, he failed his physical with the Texans, so instead of getting the cornerback, the Texans now will, will receive a 2018 third-round pick. Okay? And then, the uh, let's see, the Seahawks, they actually reworked quarterback Russell Wilson's contract in order to create salary cap, uh, cap space for Dwayne Brown from the Texans. Uh, this is according to MMQB. The move converted base salary into a signing bonus, basically, for Russell, uh, Russell Wilson, and that freed up $4.1 million in their 2017 cap space. All right. So, um, Again, that's pretty much the trade deadlines. Who do you think? The winners, the losers? I do think that my 49ers, we we did an upgrade. I just don't know how Garoppolo is going to pan out. I'm a little I'm one of those people that I'm a little leery when you have the backup quarterbacks that they think are just going to be these, you know, these just saviors for, uh, for new teams. You know, we see what happened to some of the other backup quarterbacks when they were when they were backing up you know, franchise quarterbacks, it's real easy to come in and do well when, one, you know there's no pressure because your franchise quarterback is coming back. And then, two, you know, sometimes you're coming in, um, you, you might be coming in on an off week where you're playing a team that you should beat. So, uh, again, I've never been one to get real hyped. Uh, look at Brock Osweiler, perfect example. What he went to was, was it the Texans, right? Uh, he was with Denver, Denver. He didn't want to be the backup to Peyton Manning, so the Texans, they went and paid all this money for him, and he didn't even stay there a year. And then now he's pretty much trying to find a home. He's about to start now this this game, this week for the Browns, but mm, I don't know, was he really all the, worth all the hype? Come on now. So, again, I don't want to get too excited, but it is we are moving in the right direction. So I'm very happy to see that we're finally – going after some pieces that we need. Not to say that we didn't need to draft the defensive pieces that we did because Lord knows we lost pretty much half of our squad on defense over the past two seasons ever since Harbaugh left. So it's not that we didn't have the need, but Lord knows you can't go you can't do anything and you can't go anywhere without a quarterback in the NFL. Everybody knows that. Except for the Browns. <laughs> 
347-826-7924. That's the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. So let's go ahead and get into it. The Browns have been in the league how long? I mean, they're one of the more storied franchises. Am I am I correct? In, I mean, Jim Brown was the man. That was back in the 60s. So we know the Browns have been – they used to be formidable opponents. Not so much now, but they've been in the league long enough to know how trade deadlines work. Well, the Cleveland Browns were trying to go after quarterback uh, – who is it? Uh, A.J. McCarron of the Cincinnati Bengals. They went so much, they went so far as to celebrate the fact that they had traded for quarterback A.J. McCarron of the Cincinnati Bengals. That was at 359. By 4.05, <laughs> and you have to laugh because this is just ridiculous. How do you not notify how do you not notify the the uh, acquiring team that the paper, that you got the paperwork in and that the trade is official? How do you not do that? How many times have you made a trade? How many times have you made a trade in 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 draft in in the draft or at by the trade deadline? Yeah, I'm scratching my I'm scratching my head for a reason because I am perplexed. I'm sincerely perplexed on this story right here. The Browns failed to notify the NFL by, the, by Tuesday's 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time deadline, and that is why the trade didn't go through. They're celebrating now. They are celebrating that the fact that they think that they finally have a missing piece. They finally got the quarterback that they need, hopefully maybe to win them a couple of games before this season ends. And you don't make the phone call, you don't make the appropriate phone call to make sure that the trade is, is official, Come on, Cleveland. You cannot be that inept. Or then again, maybe you are. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes, the, according to this is um, ESPN's Adam Schefter, he reported this. So the Bengals, they were going to send quarterback A.J. McCarron to Cleveland for two draft picks, but now no, no go, no deal, no bueno. The Browns were too late, and the, and the league denied the trade. Who does that? The Cleveland Browns. That that's that just that solidifies the season that they're having. The seasons that they've been having. How do you not get the phone call in? Okay. That's the last time I'm gonna ask. I'm I don't wanna beat a dead horse. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is so funny to me. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. Don't forget, I have the ability to bring you on the show live. So if you want to, uh, if you want to join the show live, just uh, hit me up on the timeline, and I will. Oh, Michael Niner, get him. Okay, yay! I think I have my first, my first join here. Let me see, Michael. Let me see if I can get you on. Um, let's see. Uh oh. I don't want to lose them, lose my listeners. How do I get you to join? Hold on, everybody. This is well, this is all a training experiment here. Um, Michael, how do I bring you on now? Because I don't have the little add button. Okay, so let's see if I hit here. And bring, uh, bam, here we go. Trying to bring Michael in on. The show live. I'm inviting him. Y'all hold on a minute. It says inviting. So, Michael, I think you have to accept my invitation. 
347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ. Just press the number one or hit me up on Facebook and let me know that you want to go live on the show, and I will bring you right on in. It says still in, uh-oh, okay, it's one of those nights. Connecting, there he is. What's going on, Michael? Can you see me? You're not moving. Can you see me? You're not moving, Michael. Are you, is this a pose you're doing? (laughs) I see your face, but you're not saying anything. Okay. Let's try it again. Okay. So let me know if you want to come back on. Okay, 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. It's called trial and error, y'all, trial and error. So until I can get Michael back on, let's uh, talk about some more NFL news and notes. So for the Chiefs, you see how good the Chiefs are. We know that they started off 5-0, and fell off. They lost two games uh, to the Raiders and to, what was it, the Steelers, I believe. All right, but now they're, they're, they're back on the winning track. And get, get this, I totally forgot. Their defense is doing all this without Tamba Ali. I forgot all about my poor brother. But, yes, he has been removed from the pup list, and he will begin practicing this week. So just imagine, the Chiefs are already stout. Now when Tamba comes back, mm, watch out. I'm hoping that we all know that the Chiefs do well during during the regular season, uh, but they tend to kind of take a back seat in the playoffs. But, hey, can't count them out because they are definitely uh, they could they could make some noise I, I believe in the postseason this year so hopefully they'll be getting uh, linebacker Tamba Ali back on the field on Sundays here real soon for the Redskins tight end Jordan Reed uh, he has a hamstring injury he's expected to miss Sunday's game at the Seahawks for the Colts. Just, let's just go ahead and call it what it is. Andrew Luck is out for the season. I'm tired of reporting on him each and every week. One, that he's not practicing, that he's throwing, that his shoulder is sore. He's not coming back. Okay? Let's just go ahead and accept that. All right. And another thing that we need to accept, Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott, go sit down. Go serve your six-game suspension, get it over with, and then come back and play. It's just that simple. It's not going away. You are not Tom Brady. This is not Deflategate. This is domestic violence. It's not going away. So stop with the extension. Stop with the appeals. Just go ahead, take your punishment like a man, and get it over with. Had you went ahead and took the six-game suspension from the beginning, you'd be back by now. We wouldn't have to be talking about it. But here we are, week eight, heading into week nine, talking about will running back Ezekiel Elliott play this Sunday? No, he's not going to play. No more appeals. So they're saying that he will be eligible, uh, he'll be ineligible to play until the Cowboys game against the Raiders on December 17th. So please, go sit down. I say that because the NFLPA, they filed an appeal on behalf of Elliott again today to the United States Court of Appeals Second Second Circuit in attempt to allow him to play this coming Sunday. But I even think the Cowboy fans have to be just over it at this point. Cowboy fans? Hit me up. Are you? I could be speaking out of turn, but I know I'm tired. 
All right. And then um, they're saying that owner Jerry Jones, he was a leading voice among 17 NFL owners on a conference call this past Thursday that discussed the possibility of halting Commissioner Roger Goodell's pending contract extension. They are saying that there are quite a few owners that are not happy with the way that Roger Goodell has been running the NFL on their behalf uh, for his past couple years of his tenure. So they're saying that they are trying to um, possibly get him ousted, and that would be a first in the NFL. I think it would be the first in any sports franchise where a commissioner would be basically fired. You know, generally they retire. They serve about 25, 27, 30 years, and then they retire. But, again, they're saying that Jerry Jones, he is the leading voice, and they're saying that there's roughly about 17 owners who are not satisfied, who are not happy with the job that Roger Goodell has been doing. And they say that they need 24 owners to agree or to band together to oust Roger Goodell. So 17, 24, it's not too far away, okay? All right, so I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of this, still some more NFL news and notes. Still have to do the recap for week eight. Ooh, I tell you, it was some good football this weekend. So we will definitely dive into it. This break that is coming up right now, it is for a very special friend, a wonderful friend of the family. Uh, Uncle Tully Tucker, he celebrated a birthday on yesterday and wanted to hear this song. So I hope that it's very apropos, too, because Lord knows that God is my everything. I hope he's yours, and I hope you enjoy it. This is TJ, LL Sports.
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight on LL Sports 2. And I am having a wonderful conversation with one of my listeners here, Michael, uh, 49er fan, true to the heart. Love this. The, is that a fat head? That's a fat head, right? Yes. Fat head, San Francisco helmet in the background. And we're talking about just the the the, the Browns, uh, how they keep messing up. Uh, what my what our 49ers need to do in order to get back to being relevant, because we have Lord knows we have just fallen all the way off, all the way off. But it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I think we can get back on track this week, though. Honestly, Michael, with the with the Cardinals, with the Cardinals, especially with uh, Palmer not work, Palmer not being there. Only one, only person I'm really worried about is Peterson. If we can, you know, stop him because. He's been looking pretty good the past couple of weeks. He didn't look good in London, but uh, he, he looked good prior to that. But um, that's the only piece I'm really worried about. But like I said, our defense is is hella nice. We just didn't have a quarterback. And so we probably still won't have a quarterback this week, but they won't have a quarterback either. Go figure. Okay. Uh oh, Betty. Okay. Okay. Well, time is. I don't know if time is on our side, but that's okay. But look, I want to get your. I want to get your opinion before you get out of here. What do you think about the owner, the Texas owner, um, Robert Renner? Was he talking about the NFL players? Or was he talking about the NFL front office? What's your opinion on that? Okay. Uh huh. It is. It is. The climate of the country is um it's it's sad. It's really sad. Uh it's scary. And um I just don't see it getting better before it gets worse. And I think that's the scary part. Because it seems like you know, it, it just seems like it keeps going in the wrong direction. We keep seem to be, be moving backwards versus moving forward. And we just don't have a leader that appears to want us to move forward. 
But um, I do wonder if this would have been said a year ago, two years ago. You know, sometimes I do think that we, as a people, and when I'm saying we, I do mean African Americans, we can tend to be overly sensitive when it comes to certain things. Um, in this instance, though, I'm torn. I'm not going to lie. Because the first instinct is to think, okay, yeah, he's talking about the players. Um, but then once you sit back and you listen to what he says, you listen to how he approached his team, you listen to people speak on his behalf. And I'm talking about the Tony Dungeons of the world and, um, you know, just people who have been uh, who have been around him who, I don't want to say in positions of authority, but they're not players. I have to take a little bit of what they say into consideration as well. You know, everybody's not always out to get us. That's just, I don't know. But I'm a little torn. Yeah. 
Well, no, nobody really wanted to listen until, until the president got involved and wanted to call them all SOBs. And then that's, that's really what got the – but I'm, I'm just glad that, that there are players – oh, Lord. Bam. Hello. <laughs> I'm just glad that there are players who are um, about action now. You know, uh, the, the, the player from um, the, the Eagles. Um, I can't think of his name right now. But um, – and Bennett, you know, Michael Bennett. They are, there are people um, who want to see action now. They want to implement, you know, laws and, and, and policies and plans, and that's what we need. Um, don't get me wrong, the protests are fine, the kneeling and all of that, but at the end of the day, how do we make change? And so I'm glad that we're just finally moving in that direction, though. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, luckily my POTUS is uh he 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 can conquer everything. So, you know, keep my hand in in God's hands, and then we're gonna be all right. <laughs> all right, Michael. Well, thank you so much for joining joining the show. I truly appreciate. It. Don't be a stranger now, okay? So, hey, hit me up every week. <laughs> Yes, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, and I love. I'm loving this new feature that Facebook has, so I can bring my listeners in live. So, yes. All right. Well, you enjoy. You enjoy the rest of your evening. All right. Okay. All right. Go Niners. We got this one this week. <laughs> Take care, Michael. All right. You too. Right now, three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to TJ tonight on LL Sports Two. And like I said, you can hit me up on Facebook Live. You just ding me and let me know that you want to go live on the show, and I will bring you right on in. Okay, I have a little technical difficulty here with my phone. It doesn't seem to want to stay up, but here we go. I think we're all right now. Okay, so let's get to some back to some NFL news here for the uh, Detroit Lions. Two teams have spoken to the Lions about acquiring the rights to former wide receiver Calvin Johnson. This is according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. Uh, Johnson, who retired following the 2015 season, would have to be willing to come back and play for any team that traded for him. So it's not like the teams can trade for him and then he's just automatically going to poop up here and play for the team. So. But we do know the two teams have been inquiring about the rights to a Calvin Johnson. I just mentioned this with Michael. Uh, the Cardinals, they placed quarterback Carson Palmer on IR with a broken arm. Palmer won't be eligible to rejoin the team until week 16. That will be against the Giants. And then Bruce Arians, Coach Bruce Arians, he announced um, that he doubts running back David Johnson will play again this season. He has a wrist injury that he suffered week one. Um, he was originally expected to be back during uh, the Thanksgiving Christmas time, but according to Coach Arians, doesn't look like he'll be back this season. All right, so let's see. Kind of talked about it with, with Michael, um, and I do want to hear your thoughts about it. What do you think about the owner for the Texans, uh, Robert McNair? He was at the owner's meeting. This was uh, last month, and during a conversation, um, he said that, Basically, that they have to get a handle on the protest. Um, they have to get a handle um, on what's 
you know, the, the, the climate of the NFL right now. Um, but through the, um, I think it was, who was this? ESPN reported, but I don't think it was ESPN that got the initial um, information. But it was just said that during that during that meeting, Robert McNair made the comment saying, I quote, we can't have the inmates running the prison, end quote. So, uh, Bob McNair, he quickly had a meeting with his with his team. He had had two meetings actually. Uh, he first had a meeting when he returned back from the owners owners meeting, and then this past Saturday he had a, another meeting with his team, um, saying that quote he knew that they were upset. This is what he told the Houston Chronicle, and he said that he wanted to answer their questions. I, he says, I quote, I told them if I had it to do over again, I wouldn't use that expression. Um, but he also said that he was very adamant that he was not referring to his players. He said that he was referring to um, the front office of the NFL organization, saying that they were the inmates and we can't have them running the prison. But if you think about that, then what is the prison? Is the prison the NFL? Is it? <laughs> so are you saying that you have that the players who play for the NFL – that's AKA a prison. Either way it goes, it was not a good look. Uh, the Houston Texans, they did stand in unity. I believe that there were only 10 players who did not um, kneel at the beginning of the game against the Seahawks. Um, it was DeAndre Hopkins and another player that promptly left practice on Friday after hearing uh, of the comments. And, again, like I said, Dwayne Brown, offensive tackle, who had just returned back to the team from holding out, uh, he promptly asked for a trade. So we'll have to see how the, how the Texans move forward with this. Um, they were anticipating that a lot of Texans players would try to be looking for an out during the offseason. So um, I'm trying to be – I don't want to say politically correct about this. I'm trying to take the man at his word um, because, you know, a lot of people are saying, okay, well, he said, you know, we can't have the inmates running the prison. We all know that the saying is we can't have the inmates running the asylum. So was it a was it a play on words? Was it a, a fraudulent slip? Um, only he knows his true intention and what he meant. A lot of people would think it was Richard Sherman. He was trying to say that now we have an insight to – uh, you know, who he is, uh, we have, you know, now we know. Now we know who we're dealing with. But then you have the Tony Dungeons of the world that are coming out and saying that this is nowhere near who he is. He is not a racist. Um, there have been other uh, African-American, black people, let's just say it, <laughs> people that have come out and spoken on um, on Robert McNair's behalf. So I do believe that the climate that our country is in right now is just not a good look. It's not a good time. Um, and sometimes I think that, you know, you can tend to take a take the ball and just and just run with it. It's like, oh Lord, here we go again. This is just another. This is another instance. This is another, um, uh, you know, just another opportunity for us to be all in an uproar. Um, but we do know that sheep, that wolves hide in sheep clothing. So I don't know. I think this is one of the things that will just have to play itself out. But for to be a Houston Texans right now and to be a, a black player 
on the Houston Texans right now. I don't think it's a very comfortable uh, comfortable feeling right now. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to TJ tonight. Uh, McNair, he also released a second statement. This, again, was Saturday before speaking to the team. He said, I quote, it was a very regretful comment. Uh, he was referring to the relationship between the league office and team owners and how they have been making significant strategic decisions affecting our league without adequate input from ownership over the past few years. Uh, he went on to say, I am truly sorry to the players for how this has impacted them and the perception that it has created of me, which could not be further from the truth. Our focus going forward personally and as an organization will be towards making meaningful progress regarding the social issues that mean so much to our players and our community, end quote. So, but call me up. What do you think? You know, do you think? It was a you know a fraudulent slip, or is this him showing showing his true colors? Do we have another Donald Sterling on our hands? I think that's the question. But hit me up. What do you think? All right, so we're going to do a quick quick recap of Week Eight in the NFL. Lord have mercy, we're going on Week Nine. We're almost halfway halfway digit digitally through the through the season. But the Dolphins, they just they didn't even show up on Thursday Night Football. They lost to the Ravens forty to nothing. Then on Sunday, the Vikings and the Browns, I do believe this is the final game that will be in London. I know that the Patriots are set to play. I can't remember who it is. I want to say it's the Raiders, but I'm not sure. But the Patriots, they have a game in Mexico City this year. But I think this is the final game in London. But the Vikings, they pretty much drug the Browns 33-16. to The Panthers won over the Bucks 17-3. to The Bears, they fell short to the Saints 20-12. to the Colts, this was a barn burner here, they fell by one point to the Bengals, Colts 23, Bengals 24. The Chargers, they fell to the Patriots 13-21. to The Raiders, they fell to the Bills 14-34. to The Cowboys, they put it on the Redskins 33-19. to And then the Steelers, the Sunday night game, they held on to beat the Lions 20-15. to and then Monday Night Football, the Chiefs, they got back to their winning ways. They beat the Broncos 29-19. to And then for our teams, uh, we'll do the Falcons. They got back on the winning track. They beat the Jets 25-20. to It was um, in part due to a false start penalty that resulted in a 10-second runoff that did end the game. Um, the Falcons, they took their first lead of the game in the fourth quarter. They finished on a 15-3 to run. And then my 49ers, we fell to the Eagles. 10 to 33. First O and A start in franchise history. Yeah, that's pretty much all I want to say. <laughs> and the Eagles, they just seem to be moving right along. All right, but the game of the week. Yes, this this was this is what football is all about. No defense. Absolutely no defense in the game. <laughs> okay, but the Texans they fail barely to the Seahawks, 38-41 to 41 for Houston. Uh, for Watson, he was 19 of 30, 402 yards, four touchdowns. He did have three interceptions, eight rushes for 67 yards. He's the first player in NFL history with 400 passing yards, plus 400 passing touchdowns, and 50 rushing yards in a single game. If I didn't say it already, and if you don't already know, Deshaun Watson is the truth. How he performed in, in at Clemson and in the the, the high-profile, high-pressured games, this brother does not miss a beat. Yes, he 
had three interceptions, but he still put on a heck of a show. For the Seattle Seahawks, Wilson, he was no slack either. 26 of 41, 452 yards. That was a career high for him. He also had four touchdowns, one interception. Graham, four receptions for 29 yards and two touchdowns. He had, he had the go-ahead 18-yard receiving touchdown with 21 seconds left. If this game didn't show you anything else, it showed you that Deshaun Watson is the truth, and it showed you that the Houston Texans defense – they are sorely lacking. They are the reason why they lost the game against the Patriots, and now they are the reason why, along with coaching, because there is no way that the that the Houston Texans should have ran the ball four, uh, three straight times when they had when they got the ball back. I think they got the ball back with like almost a little under two minutes. Um, they ran the ball on three downs, didn't go for it on fourth down, and they gave the Seahawks the ball back with too much time. They had a minute thirty nine seconds, no timeouts, but you got Russell Wilson. Okay, this is comeback kid. He's right after. He's right behind Matthew Stafford. So gave the Seahawks entirely too much time. But I do blame coaching and the defense uh, on on this on this loss for the for the Texans. Another thing, when the ball is moving as quickly as it is, because the Seahawks did not have timeouts, coach. You have to call a timeout. You have to gather your troops. You have to get your defense some just some air. Let them let them. Breathe some air. Get just get a, a brief moment of rest. True, yeah, you're giving you're giving the offense time to to huddle, to get together, to get a play, to get maybe two or three plays. But you're giving your defense the needed rest that they need. Another just bad move on on the part of uh, of, of the coaching staff for the Texans. But again, Seahawks, you have to play the game to win, and they left Jimmy Graham wide open, just wide open. <laughs> That should have been against the law. But, again, just a remarkable game. Seahawks 41, Texans 38. Uh, this, they won now three, 13 straight home games versus AFC opponents. Um, they did say that Thomas, uh, Earl Thomas, he had a 70-yard interception return for a touchdown, but he was set to have an MRI on his hamstring. But looks like no you know, critical or, or significant damage. Don't know if he'll be in this week's game, but, um, he definitely, you know, no significant uh, injury or anything like that. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier when I was talking about the owner of the Texans, Robert McNair, the majority of the Texans players, they did kneel and link arms during the national anthem before the game in wake of his comments. And um, they say that it was approximately only 10 players that stood for the national anthem before the game. They had mentioned that they were going to take their Texans decals off their helmets. Now, that probably would have cost them some money out of their pocket to do that, but they decided against that. But, again, the majority of the team did kneel or uh, kneel and or link arms. All right. So that is, uh, that is a recap, a quick recap of week eight. So still the teams with no wins, the Browns and the 49ers and the Eagles, they still sit atop the NFL best at Seven and one. So for the ESPN rankings, I did a comparison for ESPN.com's rankings and then NFL.com's rankings. So for ESPN, they have the Eagles at one, Patriots two, the Chiefs coming in at third, Steelers four, Vikings five, the Seahawks six, Cowboys seven, the Rams eight, the Saints nine, 
and the Texans coming in at 10. Now, the Texans are 3-4, and four, so they're the only ones with the losing record in the top 10 uh, NFL power rankings. But then for NFL.com, and I think I agree with NFL.com a little bit more, they have the Eagles at 1, the Rams 2, Steelers 3, Chiefs 4, Patriots 5, Seahawks 6, so they agree on 1 and 6, the Eagles and the Seahawks. They have the Vikings at 7, Saints at 8, the Bills at 9, and they have the Jaguars rounding out the top 10 NFL uh, power rankings for week 9, heading into week 9. So, again, I think I would have to go more with the NFL.com's power rankings than ESPN. Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking, but, hey. That's why we report what they put. <laughs> 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. All right, so we are going to go ahead and jump into our next break because on the outside of this, you already know what time it is. Yes, it will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, Lucinda's lyrics will be up right after the break. Who are you listening to? It's TJ. What show is this? LL Sports 2. Why? Because, ladies, we love the sports, too. (laughs) We'll be right back after the break. Now everything's aligned, we eye to eye 
good together right here. What? 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 What did you say? What did you say? 
I said you didn't win this week. You didn't win. That's why I was waiting for you to ask. You know, I I, I figured the week that you didn't win, you wouldn't be asking. But uh, you know, I didn't know if you had if you knew or not. But yes, no. So, so honey, you didn't win. I only lost three games. Did I lose three? Um, I think so. Hold on. Yes, you lost three, but I only lost two. Okay. Oh my goodness, I'm so proud of you. That means I might win next week, and you hoping and a praying and a hoping and a hoping. Okay. See there, there you go. Yeah, why you got to rain on my parade? Just let me let me enjoy this moment right here. Just, let me just have my win, okay? Matter of fact, let me you go, have, let me go ahead. I'm proud of you. Bring, uh, can you bring that other girl in? Uh, the one that's been banned from the show. She, she's the other girl now. Well, when did she get banned? I, I didn't know she was banned. What, if she was banned, she unbanned. Well, let, let me go ahead and bring her on in here. Bring her in. Chanel, what say you? And she just rubbed my face through the mud. <laughs> Boy, you don't even belong here. <laughs> well, I'll take I'll take the compliment. I will take the compliment because I gave you two in in my lyrics. <laughs> job tonight. You did your thing tonight for real. And I, I appreciate the fact that you did exactly what Tina asked you to do instead of slamming us at the end. You slammed us at the beginning. Thanks so much. Yes, <laughs> that's absolutely beautiful. See, I had forgot all about it. See, yeah, that's how you do it, ain't Lou? Good job. I told y'all that I was going to improve, but y'all didn't believe it, so I had to make a believer out of you, too. Um, uh, listen, it, it, it still was all about you. That's the, that's the whole thing. We, we got about two okay. seconds, and the whole rest of it was all about you and your little stank chicken. <laughs> it's always about me and my my uh, Seahawks. But I said that Tina's winning streak still remains. I said that. I know, but that was rude. But that was rude because you know her. <laughs> well, but, that but was technically... Rude. Technically, she did it on the positive side. She said the winning streak still remains. Okay, she didn't say the lose. You so know what? I got to give her credit for that. I got to get I got to get my victories when I can. So I appreciate it, Aunt Lua. Let me just and say I that. And I said y'all won the game, Janelle, and y'all thrashed them at home in the heavy rain. I said that. Some yeah, that that was that game was absolutely ridiculous. I I'm I'm shocked we even we even won it. I'm stunned about that. But but I must, I must admit, though, Aunt Lou, you have every right to you have every right to toot your horn for your Seahawks this week because that was a phenomenal game. I mean, that it was. It that, was. That was a great it really game. Was. It really was. It, and yeah. I was and I was looking at the scores, girls, uh, from quarter one, two, three, and four, no, well, what is it? One, two, three, and four. I think they had fourteen, seven, and then six and three in, in the third quarter, and then fourteen. So it's like every time one scored, the other scored, but they always right. was ahead of us. 
those lead right. changes, they were always leading us. But it's like when we were coming back, I was like, man, this is this is a tight game. Yeah, yeah that's the kind of game I love to watch, though. I love it when they battle it out like that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I was like, exactly. Seahawks. I mean, they went down to the wire. Who would have thought? Now, when we got down, I think it was like three minutes or, or four minutes or something like that in the in the last quarter. And then I was looking up at the news, and like we got ahead. Last time I saw it, it was like 34. We had like 34. But then I looked up, and then they had 38. I was like, oh, my God. So I had to stop, y'all. I had to stop and pray because I was just like, because I was watching another game. I was watching another game, but I was like, this is too close for comfort. And with them battling like that, I see it's possible we can win this. We can win it. I kept hope alive, as I do, and we did pull it by three. I think, Tina, uh, I just want to say one thing. You did say something to the fact, uh, well, you guys, they barely pulled it off. Yeah, three points. If you win by one, you win, but three is good. Mm, and I don't this, is, this is true, but I wasn't actually speaking of the points. I was just saying the just uh, the, the timing of it. That's what I was saying. Because had the Texans been coached properly, you shouldn't have won. But shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, that's why they played the game and everything. So I'm not taking anything away. I'm really not. I'm really not being facetious here. I'm not taking anything away from the Seahawks. Y'all came back and did that. A minute, you had a minute 39, no timeouts, and 80 yards to go. You, if you get down there, oh, you deserve okay. to win. So. That was tight. It was tight, man. I'm telling you, it was tight. I, and that's see those kind of games I like. It just make you want to watch it to the end, all right. the way to the end. Right. But someone it, was illegally when you streaming it is in this on a uh, Facebook or something. That's illegal, isn't it? Can y'all tell me? Because I don't yes. want to be a criminal. Okay. Well, someone was streaming. Okay. It, well, but I, I well, don't, don't say that no more on um, on live radio. <laughs> okay. So okay. let's go ahead and get to the question here. Oh, God, have mercy, Marty. We're going to have the, uh, the, the social media oh, popo on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what do y'all think about the, uh, the the owner of the Texans? What, what, what do you think about the comments that he made? <laughs> oh, Lord, I don't know. I just uh, No comment. I have no comment on it. Cause I, I didn't have time to think about it. I really did. Oh, well, I, I have I do have thoughts, ma'am, but I absolutely refuse to allow you yet again to get me on a soapbox. However, I will say this. I mean for us as a people to be more pragmatic about the decisions that we make when it comes to people in their comments. You don't ever allow another person to make comments to take you out of your element. Mm. I get where he's coming from. I understand um, that he was upset and he wanted to be traded, but listen to the situation in its entirety before you jump off a bridge and make those type of decisions. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It infuriates me that the first thing we want to do is... Hold on. Go ahead, Janelle. Oh, it, it it infuriates me that the first thing we want to do is automatically start, uh, here we go again with, you know, the race card or with this or with that. Listen to the situation in its entirety before you start, you know, pointing fingers and whatnot. I just, it drives me nuts. Now, I'm not saying that people don't have a right to their opinions because everyone does. God gave us all brains for us to have these types of decisions on our own. But please. Right. Don't push your opinions off on me. Okay. And I agree with Janelle on that. I, I totally agree. 
Can y'all believe that I must have had some Kool-Aid or something? What is wrong with me What's tonight? Why is she clowning on me tonight? <laughs> y'all so silly. But in, in defense of, of Dwayne Brown, I will say this, that uh, his decision to want to be traded, it was not a knee-jerk reaction. He has, again, he has been holding out this whole time, you know, weeks one through seven, because ownership did not want to extend his contract. And there have also been incidents that I guess have been going on behind closed doors when it comes to Robert McNair and I guess how the players feel about him and maybe their impression or their um, how they think or See that he feels about them Maybe not necessarily racist remarks But as far as Doing maybe what's right We all know that at the end of the day NFL, NBA, it's a business Okay right, And correct. just as much as these players Don't owe You know the, the, the We say that the owners don't owe the players Because they're expendable You know you just move them in and out And you know the players They may not have as much leeway um, as maybe players in the NBA or, or, or Major League Baseball, but, you know, they they kind of know this going in. So I do think that there are a lot of behind-the-scenes um, problems or incidents that have been going on dealing with Dwayne Brown specifically, and that's why he is just – because he was very vocal about the fact that he no longer wanted to play for that owner. But I don't think it was, it was just a one – you know, just this one incident, though, just on his <laughs> behalf. But I understand your point, though. And, and to be honest, Kenny, you know I'm telling the truth. That's always the first thing we do is we want to uh, play the race card or, you know, say this person's racist or, you know, they could care less about our feelings or our struggle or don't get me wrong. I work with a company full of people who are like that. So I understand the plight. The problem right. is it's not always like that. Exactly. That's yeah. true. That's true. Everything's not it's racial. Right. Everybody's not That's racist. Right. You know, thank you. We can. That's so I, I definitely understand what what you're saying, and especially with the with like I said, the climate that the country is in now, it's real easy for people to just go, oh, yeah, they be a racist. No, no, right. Because if you just sit and think about it, you know, you probably done said the same thing about the same people. That's true. Okay, so <laughs> you're right. You're right. I agree. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> so. And girl, as far as the baseball goes, my gosh, I did not anticipate it going as far. I promise you, I thought the Dodgers was going to take it in five. This is getting so good. And I want the Dodgers to win. Oh, you guys, Tina, I'm with you with the Dodgers. Uh, I believe we're going to take it tonight. Um, This is it. We've come too far to lose the World Series. That's all I'm going to say. So, Aylou, you've been watching the baseball. That's good. Because I didn't, I didn't know I've been you... watching that five hours and 17 minutes. Yes, I was sitting there the whole time watching it on Facebook <laughs> and Messenger, posting and doing stuff. But I was watching it. I really was. I was like, when is this game going to be over? It was a great game, oh, though. My word. But I just, I just feel like that, that we, we lost it because, you know, we didn't want it as bad as, that, um, as the uh, Astros that night. But uh, last night when I watched it, I knew that we would win because we were focused. And like I said, I haven't, I haven't looked at it right now, but I'm going to have to be watching it. But I do believe we're going to take it tonight. Okay, well, since you're not watching that, I'm not going to do a spoiler. Uh, but the, the score is – Can you tell uh, me what the score is? Okay, well, let me just say this. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you don't want to know the score, 
turn away, put the phone down in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, I gave you ample enough time. Okay, Lou, the Dodgers are down zero to five, and it's the third inning. What? Yeah, zero but it's the third five. inning, though. Yeah. Oh, my so goodness. Okay. Zero to five. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. All it takes is a, is, is a swing and one bat to get it started. So. Yeah, but five, that's a lot. That's a lot to be done. <laughs> <laughs> we got to turn yeah. this thing around. But it's the third, though. It's the third, so. We have okay. we, we, third. Yeah, it's and there's plenty home. of baseball to go. Yes, and we exactly. only have nine to go, darling. But you know they 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 play pretty good defense. They you know they get us out now. Sometimes they even strike us out. But uh, zero to five. What happened to the Dodgers? Did they fall asleep, or they waiting for me to come on and watch them, or something? Something's happening. Uh uh-uh. That might be it, ain't Lou. That's what I'm talking about. You you can be that. Uh, you can be the defining factor. I'm telling you, it's only crazy if it don't work. I don't care what nobody says. I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> I am a cheerleader. I will cheer you into another another life. You hear me? I'm a cheerleader. Any Anytime I go at, in a game, everybody wins. I mean, well, well, the person I'm cheering for, they always win. So uh, that's just that's one of my gifts. Okay. So, uh, uh, no comment. So let's, let's go ahead and win in these picks. Let's go ahead and get to the picks. So this week we have uh, we have the Bears, the Browns, the Chargers, the Vikings, the Patriots, and the Steelers are all off. So we have another looks like six game uh, team, a, a um, shortened roster of games this week. But let's go ahead and get yep. started with the Thursday game. Um, oh, if I didn't mention, so last week I had I was eleven and two. Aunt Lou, you were ten and three, and then Janelle was nine and four. So that gives a total. I'm 66 and 53. Aunt Lou, you still have a good lead of 74 45. And Janelle, you are 64 and 55. All right. Is so. Second place. Yay, she's in second place. Uh-uh. Right. She's <laughs> uh-uh. now. Okay. Bill's at the Jets. Who, Thursday night. Who y'all got? Um, Bill. Uh, Bill. Okay. Hey, hey, Lou, you is that? Yeah, that's a clean sweep, isn't it? You, Are you, you going to get Yes, I said the Bills. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah, must say. Yes, that is a clean sweep. We are all going with the Bills. All right, so we have the Colts at the Texans. The uh-huh. Colts at the Texans. That was a hard choice for me, y'all. Me too. Well, it, no, no, really. it really was. But I said the Texans. Okay. Janelle? Um, yeah, I'm going Texans also. All right, another clean sweep. We're all rolling with the Texans. Then we got the Bengals at the Jaguars. Jaguars. I see a Jaguars too. Oh, really? Well, all right now. Yeah. Is that a clean sweep? A clean sweep. I know we're about to be off now. Here we go. We got the Bucks <laughs> at the Saints. Janelle, I know you, you got already the know. There it is. Mm-hmm. Ain't Lou? I said the Saints. All right. Well, ain't Lou and I, we are rolling with the Saints because I think the Saints are on the roll here. Okay. This, well, this thing that would be true, but I still, will never, I still would never root for them. I know. I well, know. you just don't root. You don't root. Rudy, too. Rudy, too. Okay. Oh, my word. What is happening? <laughs> Put that Kool-Aid down. Put down the Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right. We got the Rams at the Giants. Okay. Oh, the Rams. Me too. Okay. 
L.A. Rams are looking pretty good, 5-2-0. They got the same record we do. Yeah, I know. Both of y'all can kick rocks. Okay. Uh, that's another thing. <laughs> Throwing shade, throwing shade will get you nowhere. <laughs> okay, now this is a good one here. This is the game, the Falcons at the Panthers. Janelle, I already know who you got. Oh, that's going to be a good game. I can't wait. It, it really is. Is Cam Newton going to be playing? Yes, he is. I was told that uh, the Falcons were a better team, but Cam Newton is when he's on, on when he's on, he's on. Well, <sighs> I don't know, but I'm going to go with the Panthers. Okay. So I know you're going with the Panthers? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I I got to roll with Cam, too, at home. Uh, I just, yeah, Falcons, they just, uh, I don't know, but it should be a good game, though. It should be a good game. It's going to be a All great right, game. We have Broncos at the Eagles. The Eagles. Eagles, 7-1-0. All right. So another clean sweep. We all got the Eagles. Then we got the Ravens at the Titans. Mm, the Ravens. Uh, Ravens. Let's see what I put. Yeah, I said the Ravens, but that was a hard one for me because one of them is four and four, one is four and three. I don't really know too much about them. I was looking at their records, their wins, their losses, and they lost. They both lost to some good teams. So I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Okay. Well, yeah, I am going with the Titans because they are at home. I'm not sure if Flacco is going to play. I think he's been. Clear for concussion, but uh, not sure about that. But I don't think they travel too well. So I'm rolling with the Titans. Do All they right. win at home, though, TJ? Do they win at home a lot? Um, I ain't going to say a lot, but they've been doing good this year. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, okay. um, so you going to stick with the Ravens? Yeah. Any, meeny, mighty, mo, Ravens. You going to stick with the Ravens, too? Okay, so now we got, four- <laughs> <laughs> got the Cardinals at the 49ers. Lord have mercy. Janelle, what you going to do? The thing is, this one was a hard one for me. But, um, you oh, you said the Cardinals and the 49ers. I thought you were, I'm sorry, I was looking at the Redskins and the Seahawks. Um, yeah, I got to pick the Cardinals. Okay. Okay. The 49ers. Tina, just do don't you do guys, what I need him to do. Do y'all have a quarterback yet? We do have a quarterback. He probably will not be playing in this game, though, however. Okay, is he Tom Brady's uh, backup or something, I heard? Or no, is that for some, another team? No, 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 huh? that's correct. Tom, it's Tom Brady's backup, yeah. But he's not okay. playing this week. I okay, well, I'm going to go with the quarterback. Huh? I could lie and tell you he is, and maybe you for us, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to do that. The even though they, Janelle, stop laughing. I'll you. <laughs> I'm laughing so you because with- Tina sitting up here talking about she should trick you. Why she okay. telling you she should do it? Yeah. Okay. Three, four. Three, four. To I'm an honest liar. Okay. She said I'm an honest liar. I can't even tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to be, girl. That's the only way to be. Honest. Honest. Honest is the way to be. Okay. Who, who you got, Angel? Right. Cardinals, right? I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Cardinals, yeah, and we're going to let you go solo. All right, yeah. I'm going to give you solo. This is going to be the last and final straw. If my Niners don't win this week, then that's it for me. But, uh, 
Cardinals, they don't have a quarterback, and at least we got a defense. So I'm I'm rolling with my nine this home. week. Yeah, yeah and we're at home. home. Okay. So now we have the Redskins at the Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, that was that was my problem. Yeah, I think Redskins are doing. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of a no-brainer. Redskins, they just do iffy. You don't never know who's going to show up. Right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, uh this I'll another go with this. going with the Seahawks. Yeah, with the All right, Seahawks. this will be a good one. Yeah. At the Cowboys. Ooh, the Chiefs, honey. Chiefs, I need the Chiefs too, but... to stump a hole in the Cowboys' neck. I can't stand them doggone Cowboys. Beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Beat the Cowboys. I know people that are Cowboys lovers. Beat them, beat them. You know, All right, so that's a clean Now, this one was hard for me. Raiders at the Dolphins. Actually, it's last two. Yeah, but you know Miami been on it lately, so I'm going to choose Miami. Yeah, I was I was struggling with that one, too. And it's in the Dolphins. I, do, I don't know if they win at home or not, but I, I put a check by them. Dolphins. And the last three times they played, um, the Dolphins have taken it. I'm choosing the Dolphins. Okay, well, the Dolphins want to um, save and, and get some uh, pride about themselves because they laid a true egg on Thursday night. The Raiders, the Dolphins, I don't know if they travel too well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think this is going to be a clean sweep. We'll all go with the Dolphins here. And then Monday night, this should be a good one. That's going to be a game right there. Oh, that's going to be a good game. I have I heard that the Lions had a $27 million paid QB, <clears throat> but I guess he's been playing for a minute. And then don't the Packers, isn't uh, the boy coming back for the Packers? Who, what boy? Not this week. Are you talking about um, uh, Rodgers? He's, he's out. Yeah. He's Is out. He end of the year. End of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Lions, they have the highest paid player in the league right now. The quarterback is the highest paid player in the league. And they and they three and four. That's ridiculous. They need to get rid of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my word. So cool. Oh, my goodness. So what you going with, Janelle? What you going with? Yeah, this was a struggle for me, too, because this going to be a really good game. Um, But I think that... I'm going to go ahead and choose the Lions. Okay. Hey, Lou. Mm, I'm going to get I check the Packers. You're going to go with the Packers? Yeah. They're 4-3-0. Okay. I love how you say the O part. Like, everybody just supposed to have I know, right? Supposed to have they that. Me, somebody told me I'm not supposed to be saying the O. I just said it. It just sounds so good. One, two, three. Four, three, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think I am going to go with experience over home field advantage. So I'm going to roll with the Lions. Yeah. All right. So that's it, y'all. That's week nine in the book. Lord have mercy. The season uh, is going Charlie, too fast. Feelings don't hurt my feelings. Yes. All right, ladies. So any shout outs for you before I have to let y'all get on? I don't know if it's somebody's birthday. I just have a feeling it's somebody's birthday, but I don't know. Whoever you are, I want to say happy birthday because I don't know who you are. I don't have my paper with me. But, oh, my uh, word. 
I would like to I, I would like to um give a shout out to Marlon. Hey Marlon, I miss you. And a shout out to you two ladies for making it another wonderful Wednesday night. I love you both. Why thank oh, you. That's so sweet. No. oh I, I got a shout out too. I didn't I didn't realize this was a shout out to each other. I thought it was a you know birthday thing. Okay. I just want to the monkey. I'm about to black out over here. <laughs> I just want to say, Tina, I'm so proud of you, and I, you're doing such an excellent job. You keep up the work. And, uh, Janelle, I'm starting to grow on you. I can't stand you, but I love you. And I oh just think word. that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and that's where keeping so... it real goes real. <laughs> I love you, and I, I enjoy what, what you bring to the table, uh, you know. She give her more than I do. T Rock, T Rock, T J. She give her more than I do. What I'm gonna say? We're gonna be called the three, the three, uh, the three cacklers. That's what we're gonna be called. The cacklers. All right. I think I think gigglers is more pretty. It's girly. Gigglers, not cacklers. Cacklers are hands. And I ain't nobody. That's what we sound like. We all when we get together, we all sound we be cacklers. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the three gigglers. Okay, so I just wanted to say that and tell you guys I love you so much. Um, it's just, it's, 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 I enjoy Wednesday nights. I really do. Yes, definitely. Y'all make the y'all make the show what it is, and I truly, truly appreciate what y'all bring to the show. I mean that. I love you, ladies. Okay. All right, love honey. You guys have a good night. Uh, same bad time, same bad station next week. Until then, <laughs> may the force be with you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> you said may the force be with you. Bye now. <laughs> 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. Shout out to everyone listening in on Facebook Live. I see you out there. I just may not get a chance to, to talk to you when I see you, though, but I see you, Michael. Uh, Michael Gideron is back. Michael 49 is the Luca. What's going on? I see you. And Miss Laverne Baker, love the love. This is fun, and laughter is good for the soul. Yes, and we bring plenty of laughter. That's for doggone sure. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead. Oh, real quick, before I jump into Wednesday Wikipedia, the four games were announced, and guess what? Somebody leapfrogged Alabama. They put Georgia. They ranked Georgia number one in the AP polls. So uh, right now it's Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame, and Clemson. Clemson probably squeaked in by the chinny-chin-chin as they chant. So, but I'm happy to see them there. So if the playoffs were to start today, it would be Georgia would host uh, Clemson and then Alabama would host Notre Dame. But the selection committee, they will release their new rankings each Tuesday night and the four teams who will be in the college football playoff will be released Sunday, December the 3rd at noon on ESPN. All right. And some good games to look out for this week. Penn State will go to Ohio State. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the, that was last week. Penn State, they lost to Ohio State. Georgia beat Florida. Georgia Tech lost to Clemson. And then TCU, uh, they lost to Iowa. But games this week to look out for. South Carolina will be at Georgia. Clemson at North Carolina State. Wake Forest at Notre Dame. And then LSU will play at Alabama. All of the games except for the Alabama game will be at 3.30. LSU and Alabama play at 8.00. 
All right, so what happened in the world of sports today? I'm so glad you asked because I want to tell you. November the 1st, the world of sports, this is what happened. 1954, Jim Brown of Cleveland Browns. He became the first NFL player to take thousands of yards. And then 2001, Dan Neal of the Broncos fined $50,000 an illegal of Brian Cox. They won the first series moving to California. They defeated Texas in heaven. Right? So that is your world of sports. What happened November the 1st? All right? So with that, it's a wrap. Yes, the two hours. I'll tell you whether it's two hours, it's 90 minutes, an hour. They all go by like that. <laughs> so I want to give a shout-out to everyone who listened in online, everybody in the chat room, everybody who listened in on the phone lines, the 661-670-678-508-678-926. That's my daddy. Hey, daddy. And 770-896. That's Uncle Tucker. Shout-out to you, Uncle Tucker. I hope you enjoyed your song this evening, uh, the 336-601 and 770-912. Like I say each and every week, whether you listen 20 minutes or the whole two hours, I truly appreciate the support. Shout-out to each and every one of you who tuned in tonight on Facebook. And shout-out to Michael I hope I'm saying your last name right, Michael Gideron. <laughs> he joined me tonight on Facebook Live, so don't forget if you ever have a comment or if you want to join the show live, you just hit the uh, request button, and I bring you right on in, and you join the show, okay? New thing that Facebook has given us, a new tool, all right? I want to give a happy birthday shout-out to my girl, Ms. Rock, Raquel. She is celebrating a birthday today, all right? And then birthdays uh, that we celebrated as far as artists, Vanilla Ice, as I mentioned, he took you know his real name, Vanilla Ice. Rob Van Winkle. I guess I'd go by Vanilla Ice too. He turned 50, the big 5-0, y'all, on October 31st, and didn't get a chance to play him. But Nelly, he would have. Uh, he will turn 43 tomorrow, November the 2nd. All right. Of course, have a have to give a great big happy belated birthday to one of uh, just a, a wonderful man. Um, an awesome friend of the family, Mr. Tully Tucker. He celebrated a birthday yesterday. Shout out to you. Happy birthday, Uncle Tucker. Once again to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength. She brought the house down tonight. If y'all missed it, you've got to catch it on either the podcast, blogtalkradio.com, LL Sports 2, or catch the video on Facebook. But she did that. Nobody knows how to rhyme stats the way my Aunt Lou does. Go ahead, Aunt Lou. And, of course, rounding out the three amigos, Janelle, shout-out to you for uh, just, again, bringing just laughter and entertainment to the show. I truly, truly appreciate y'all. And, of course, last but by no means least to my mom, Miss Denise Green, for all of your efforts, for all of your love, for all of your support of me, of the show. I love you, Essie. All right, y'all, so that's going to do it. I'll be back when? Next Wednesday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Standard Time. To join me, 347-826-7924, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2, or join me live on Facebook. Tina D. Jackson is the name. Sports is my game. Yes, it is. So we'll be back 
next Wednesday. So right now it's only time for one more thing. You already know, TJ's Motivational Moment. It's a quick one tonight. (laughs) It's one of the oldest things, and no matter how many times we tell ourselves you shouldn't do it, no matter how many times you've been proven wrong, we still continue to allow ourselves to form opinions of other people based on either our past experiences, what we think we know, or the fact in your mind, in my mind, that you've seen this before. What saying am I referring to? Don't judge a book by its cover. Now it's human nature to go with your instincts in life, to pull from your past experiences when dealing with situations or when you encounter someone who appears to be doing, saying, or acting like something you've seen before. It's natural to conclude that you think you've seen this story or you've read this book before. But sometimes that picture that you believe to be so clear, it turns out it's just a figment of your imagination. And you know why? Because everybody is not made up the same way. Everyone doesn't possess the same moral compass. Everyone does not have hidden agendas. Everyone is not out to see what they can get. Ladies, you can meet a man who appears to know everyone, outgoing personality. Women seem to flock to him. But does that mean that he slept with every woman he speaks to? It could. But it could mean that he just knows a lot of people. However, he's morally grounded and isn't out here wide open because he's looking for quality over quantity. Same for the woman with four or five kids and no man. She could be a widow or the shoe model at the strip club. She could be studying to be a lawyer and paying her way through school. Now, nobody is telling you to be a fool because if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, okay, you know the rest. You see, the older we get, the more set in our ways we become until something or someone comes along and shows you a different picture, opens your eyes to different situations, and allows you to see life circumstances through a different lens. Your way of thinking may not necessarily be wrong, but it could be closed-minded. My way of thinking may not necessarily be right, but it could be naive. The thing to realize is that what's most important If the situation or the circumstance or if that person is really important to you, it's that you allow yourself to be open enough to compromise. Be willing to look at the situation from another vantage point. And most importantly, be willing to accept responsibility and admit if you were just out and out wrong. You will never truly know someone 100%. But if you're committed to giving 100%, Truly, truly getting to know someone, the sky is the limit. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Y'all have a great rest of your week and a wonderful weekend. Enjoy Game 7 of the World Series. And until next time, be good to others. Be good to yourself. But most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.